0: All right. Colleen Gallagher. What's Hi. up?
1: Hi. It's great to have
0: you here. It's great to have you here.
1: I'm so excited to be here and I'm super excited for this conversation. So thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Yeah. I want to start with two things, right? So one, how do you define yourself from a, I guess, more career perspective? Because I researched you, I read through your website and you do like 9,000 different things, yeah. all in great, great things, helping the world. Yeah. So how do you define yourself? And then I want to talk about the differences between polygamy non-monogamy monogamy and open relationship
1: totally so i just kind of like to say i mean my name is colleen i feel like i'm this magical being <laughs> i don't know in a lot of ways but i had cancer at age 14 so i'm giving this for what i do so i really have devoted my life to making sure as many people fall in love with life because i was exposed at 14 it still makes me emotional that when you didn't live a life you loved and you couldn't live that life anymore i i Witnessed as a young woman or girl, teenager, people's eyes like what it was like, and I witnessed people realize that they they were in marriages their whole life. They hated. I witnessed people arguing in front of their kids about money that they couldn't pay for their treatment. Like it was just this horrible feeling of like you think love is this fairy tale, Disney, and so I just always wanted to live a life that I loved. So what I do, my company, Calling Gallagher International, is a coach, a mentor, guide course creator to help you create a life you love. I do that through digital marketing, you know, money mindset relationships. But the two reasons people come to me is either their relationships on the brink of, Oh my God, blowing up, or they're really needing to find what does love look like for them. Um, those are the really two reasons. And they think that money maybe is missing, but they realize it's always love and relationships. So that's kind of what I do. I go on that story just so people get a full
2: sure, yeah. breath of it. So now how did, how did you, take that as a 14 year old? Did you have a similar mindset prior to getting that information or after did it really hit you? Like there's a lot more to life than yeah. people don't know.
1: I think when you're 14, right? Like if you think cognitively, like I, our brain doesn't know how to emotionally process you. It's almost like if you were to like get in a massive car accident, like you're almost like, oh my God, what's happening. And then, you know, it takes like time for yeah. you to process. What happened in that massive car, car accident? Like, or even if someone dies that's close to you, like it's a process of Emotionally moving through it, so it was a journey for me, right? And I wasn't until I left my corporate job. I, w- I was a sales engineer for a twenty-three billion dollar company. I was in a relationship. It was the only guy. I really thought I was gonna like marry him. It was my whole thing. I'm like I'm gonna marry this guy. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. You know, whatever. And it was my only relationship like that. And it ended badly. And I, you know, at the same time, wanted to move across the world to New Zealand. I always wanted to live international. I didn't know I could do it alone, and like all these things. So. I moved across the world to New Zealand and I did yoga and meditation for four hours a day. And this is where my first book came live your truth and really my whole becoming of what does love mean to me. And my first year in business, I remember I called my friend out of the New Zealand airport and I said, I just want to go around the world and find out that love will always win. And I'm just so upset. What if I find out that's not true? And so that was back in 2018. Now we're here in 2020. (laughs) Like I feel like idea and love from you, forty seven countries. I've lived in five countries. I've lived in five USA states. You know, I feel like I've experienced many types of relationship, from beautiful to obviously unpleasant to you know narcissistic. I was an emotional codependent. You know, never like physical abuse, but I've experienced it all to really find like what it does love mean, and that I feel like is the core of my company and who I am.
2: Yeah, that's that's amazing. We we had a our previous guest, kind of he had cancer as well, mm-hmm. and it's it's so interesting to hear the similarities. But we also spoke about when you travel and live in different areas, not only do you know more about love and, and more about different people, but you understand just the world on a different level, right? Yeah. When you're from a small town or you're doing the same thing every day, your brain is programmed in this loop of yeah. this is all I know, this is what's right. And the fact that you've had such such a diverse life, yeah. you're, you're probably so well equipped to understand so many different things that many people don't.
1: Yeah, because and, and, 'cause I'm twenty eight, so I'll add that my age. I'm twenty so I'm still very young yeah, and still to even so young. Understand that. So I agree and I think we just especially in America, I feel like we grow up with this idea of what love is. Part of that's Disney. I think part of that's also like the adult industry. That's like programs like you have in us. And if you're in this small town, you know, you're taught like the first person you love, you know, stay with them as long as you can or oh, you yeah. know, travel whatever. Pres- uh- high school so sweetheart yeah. yeah or you know you're taught like once you're in a serious relationship or even a marriage you know especially with finances like there's nothing taught of like how to protect yourself as a man or a woman financially in relationships and in marriage and if something's not working you're supposed to stick it out because you made this commitment and no matter what and that's the example to your kids and da, da 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 like all these things and i just think we forget and we take for granted like you could be diagnosed with cancer you could have a massive car accident and the life you're living are you actually being the example of happiness of joy of fulfillment like in the small things because that's what the future generation is watching that's what your friends are watching and I think that's like the essence of love Mm. and we can get into kind of what you said of you know polygamy and monogamy open relationship but I think that we think that love is just this like white picket fence or this very cookie cutter marriage of 80 years and it may be that that could be for some people but I think that we are craving for another narrative because we also look at the statistics that that's not working.
2: Yeah. And I think like love is growth, right? Yeah. I think communication and growing with someone, that's true love understanding where am I, what am I doing wrong? What are you doing Mm -hmm. wrong? And how can we learn from each other to make the perfect situation? You know?
1: So this is a perfect segue. (laughs) So this is perfect. So I would say just to answer the question, so there's one, you know, polygamy or polyamory, which, um, I don't really fully understand because I don't practice it or don't know it. But from my understanding, it's, you have multiple partners. Everyone has multiple partners and multiple times. It's like very just like open community of love. I don't know if that's the best way I would describe it. I mean, I think there is emotional entanglements or like connections, but it's never, it's always like no one's ever owned. Everyone's free to do what they want when they want. So that's what I understand from that. Um, I've open relating, there's, you know, different ones of it, but it's always like there's a security part of it where there's, you know, I don't know how many, I guess you depending on the person, there's specific partners that you have a security with, but there's an openness to it of, it's not necessarily like we're just seeing each other. We could just be seeing each other. We could be going on random dates. We could, you know, a time in our life when we're doing distance. So I'm seeing someone while they're doing distance or, mm. you know, there could be many ways to it, but I think it, there's still a part of security of there's this one person that, I'm building, I have growth with, but there's also other energies around. And then there is monogamy, which I would, my understanding is there, you know, there's two people and from those two people, you're really just committed and devoted to each other and you're like a single unit, you become a single unit. So that's what I would really say about the three.
0: And what are you into?
1: I would say I'm really between we were talking about this on our this way here. I feel like I'm this way between monogamy and open relationship. I'm really in this hybrid. I don't know if there's a word. And I feel like it's not that I like multiple partners or multiple people. I'm someone who likes to have the security, like one person, me and them, we're growing. That's a big thing in my relationships. Like whoever I'm with, are we growing? And if there's a point when we're not growing and that's, it could be years. It doesn't matter to me. It could be five years. It could. And this is a friendship. If we're not growing anymore, we lived our path in our life, and I love you and I honor you, but it's time to move on in the most graceful and respectful way.
0: So, for you, where does the openness come in in a monogamous relationship?
1: Um, for me, where it comes open, I would say is when I'm with people because I usually I, I'm an entrepreneur, and also people I date are usually entrepreneurs. So there's a lot of travel involved in that, and so no one likes to feel like, especially as an entrepreneur. I mean, for me as a young businesswoman that you're trapped, that you can't go out to dinner if you meet someone or that you can't go enjoy relationships or you can't like go on dating apps and just like see what else is out there. Like no one wants to feel like, like, I just wonder, it doesn't mean that I'm actively looking the probability of me leaving my relationship. Cause like I said, it's already growth is very minimal, Yeah. but it's always nice just to be like, what else is there? And could there be an experience? Could there be a friendship? Could there be something I could learn from? Could there be something I want to learn from this person, activate it more in my relationship? Um, And I think for men, you know, because I have a large clientele of men, 85% of my clientele is men. I think for them, there is this biological desire to maybe want to explore with other women or sexually, not over a period of time, but once or twice, or they're away and having a boys night or flirting. It's the same thing. It's just having the freedom to flirt, knowing that you're still going, go ahead.
2: No. Yeah. I I mean, I think that's great, but do you think having that freedom opens unnecessary doors? Like, if you never yeah. went on a dating app to even explore, right, mm-hmm. then you don't know and you're just okay with your situation. But you you go on that dating app just yeah. just because, right? Yeah. And you see this guy and you're like, oh, he's cute. Yeah. And then that guy asks you for a drink and then it's like, okay, I'll just go for a drink with him. And now you're opening that door and say nothing happens with that guy and you ruin it with your stable relationship. Does that... How, how does that work? Yeah.
1: So I... It's so wild because I haven't really ever experienced that because I feel like it's something that I like. Like it's a desire of mine. Like I like going on dates. Like it's just, okay. just as like let's say I don't know if you're like having a fetish. I don't know what's like you know. What I mean? Like I just genuinely love the whole thing of getting to know someone, going on a date. Yeah,
2: I, I understand what you're saying because
1: it's like a weird.
2: I I love getting to know people, right? I think the best atmosphere for that is on a date because you're genuinely like interested, right? Yes, and that, that's the one thing I miss is genuinely the deep questions of what, what makes you, you, you know, what do you like, you know, tell me your story.
1: Exactly. So this is what I like. And so for the people that I've dated, maybe I've just been lucky. I don't know. Maybe I've whatever, but the guys I've dated have never had an issue with it. And it's
0: because they're doing the same thing,
1: not dates, but sexually like they'll do a one night thing or whatever that it is, but it never bothers me because it never at all. no, I've never like been bothered by it. I always say like the 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 agreement is very clear though. Like never bring it home, obviously. Like that's one or like either party of it. And then some people they want to know, some people they don't want to know.
0: What so, are you? What are you? For I, me,
1: yeah, I would rather if they do it like don't. I don't want to know and don't tell me. Yeah, it's yeah. still
2: coming back to me now.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember
2: we, we were talking about this yeah. online for the party. And correct me if I'm wrong. Go ahead. You said that just kissing is your is the limit yeah is my limit so i okay, won't be personally
1: right. i won't be intimate more within one person like uh, what i mean by right. intimate is i don't know how to like all the way <laughs> i won't be <laughs> i won't do that with more than one person like it, it, when i'm in a serious relationship but like making out or doing whatever like our hand, holding hands like i think mm-hmm. it's part of this fun thing so to me some guys i've been with they've been like hey i want to know about it and some are like hey again like don't tell me you know whatever Yeah, everyone's so different Wait, and, then,
2: and then i think she was saying mm-hmm. that <laughs> this is when you chimed in there Having sex was less intimate than kissing, and you
0: disagreed, Um, right? I, think, I don't know I, if I, I said think, that. I wait, I, so I, don't, what,
1: I wouldn't. I didn't say that because so, I wouldn't. I would say having yeah. Sex it's is more, it's
0: starting to come back to me too, but I think it had yeah. something to do more with no. That, it was dinner. It was dinner. Dinner, like, dinner. Dinner.
1: Yeah. So what I said. So oh, this. So in my clientele, right? Mm-hmm. I have a I have a large clientele of men, and a lot of them. Some of them are monogamous. Some of them are more open, even more open than me. I'd say like they're probably more on the poly- polyamory side, but um, but I think what's important is that um. I would say what, how I've put it in my brain, because this is something I like. Like I haven't met someone yet. And maybe I never will. I don't know that I felt like I don't want to do dinner dates. Like I feel like if I was in a relationship where I couldn't do that, I would feel like I'm giving up part of myself. Okay. And that's not something I feel like we're taught in marriage. You have to give up this and do that. But why you should be able to have it all. Like you should be able to be it all and do it on obviously the person you're in partnership, not to intentionally hurt them. But if that's clearly communicated from the beginning, Anyway, so yeah, if you're both
0: on the same page, page. exactly. And so
1: that- I, how, I, in d- certain ways, like my girlfriend's like, how do you do that? You know, if you, you know, your partner's like having, you know, intimate with someone else and I'm like, but I'm doing, I'm like on a date being emotional with someone else. So if you think about it from a woman's perspective, we're being emotional from a biological standpoint, He's being intimate. It's the same connection base that's being fueled.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get what you're you saying. What I mean, I'm, it's yeah.
1: biologically yeah. it's not like it's a different but
0: I would yeah, I'd love to be in a relationship with a girl that just wants she can hold hands with whoever she wants to <laughs> as right. long as she comes home, washes her hands, and then we're good yeah, to go yeah. and I'll do my thing and then we'll have a great relationship. Yeah, yeah, I mean
1: I but I but you have to know yourself and this took a lot of work for me, right? But I think back to you have to remember back to what I said right? I've been to That's what I was going to ask you. countries yeah. and I've been to lived in five countries, five USA states. Maybe that's a bad thing. I'm only bringing that up. Like maybe it's bad because I'm so like multi-versed or something like this, but I can get, well, entrepreneurs, we get bored really easily. That's why we're, that's why we're entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? But I think that it, for me, it's always been a relationship closer. It's not like you're sitting there every week going on a new date. It's not like that. It's more just like, okay, they're gone or, hey, they're doing this or whatever. I'm going to go on a date. Or it's not like it's like we could be together and then I'm choosing other options. It's not like that. It's more of just like, it makes you grateful for the person you're with, in my opinion, more grateful. Cause it makes you like, if you're like, Oh my God, I want to rip my head off at this person. <laughs> and then you're like on a date and you're like, Oh my God, thank God like I have this person, you know, <laughs> or like you're, you know, if you think like, you know, um, you there's maybe it's like something missing you're, like, God, what's missing. Then you go on a date and you're like, Hey, what have you known this? And you're asking, and then that could even bring something back into your relationship. So yeah. I just think it's it's all about clarity of communication. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like the people that I've known that have gotten married in their younger 20s, or I mean, even in their 30s, Like, if you don't have, how are we going to spice it up? Like if you think about it, 40, 50, 60 years, this is a long time you're talking about to be with someone. Like this is, I mean, so why is a date a bad thing? Or why is someone, if I did want to go hook up with someone that has, it's not a desire of mine, but why is that a bad thing? I'm still coming back to you. It's it's 60, 70. I mean, if you're really thinking about this, this is what we've said. It's, its
2: I think it's, in, very interesting
1: like why very would why would that be an issue i'm not saying that we're going on the first date and then i'm going to be like oh by the way like i'm going on five more dates it's not like that but it's more like when you meet someone it's not in this rush of like i need to know are we going to get married are we going to look at this what's it going to like
2: but now can that evolve over time it does so so do you think there's a point where you meet someone mm-hmm. and then your connection is getting so strong where you're like you know what i i don't even want to explore this freedom to go on dates.
1: I, I have had that a few times, okay. but I think it's the fact that I've never, it's never felt like it was taken away from me. Okay. If it felt like it was taken away from me, I don't know if I would have felt like that. It okay. was always this thing that happened over time. And there was two guys were really with that. And I really just loved them. And I I really admired, it. but I still loved going out having girls nights. Like, I think that's healthy. Like, I don't, I course, think no, no matter what in any, even in a strictly monogamous, yeah. even if you're a dad and a mom and you, the whole thing is going you should still have minimum once a month where, you know, yeah, well, there's a guy's night, there's a girl. like.
2: I think yeah. uh, Steve Harvey said it, and he says some amazing things. He's mm-hmm. also
0: a serial cheater, so okay. we should <laughs> take <Okay. that laughs> a grain uh, of salt. Yeah.
2: He does say things that are pretty sure, of course, pretty great. And I think he said you should have one night that's for you and your friends, mm-hmm. one night that's me and my friends, mm-hmm. one night that's us with yep. our friends together, and then one night for the two of us. Mm-hmm. And then one night I'm alone, one night you're
0: alone. And the other 20, I, I do it my thing with whoever the fuck I want. Oh,
1: my God. He is wild. Yeah. No, funny, no. But, but I, I
0: get what you're saying. That's... Yeah. And just but, like if you have that structure of... It's like you're saying, clarity of communication and guidelines and... That's, yeah. It's
1: agreements, right? And I think that I, th- I feel why so many marriages are ending. I mean, you would say in America, but let's say all over really is there is no clarity on communication. Like, you know how many men and women, I can tell you like just from my line of work, want to tell their partner like, hey... I don't want to hurt your feelings. Like, I just want to go out to a strip club with my friends, like, you know, and just have fun. Yeah. And they're so afraid if they say that to a male partner, like their partner is going to be like, are you, cr-? you know what? Like, they're going to think I'm not a woman anymore. They're not going to think I'm not ladylike anymore. They're like, whatever that it is. And that's sad because your life, again, back to my cancer, your life is passing you by in something so small. Remember, this is someone you're supposed to be with for 70 years, <laughs> 60, 70 years of your life. That is something so small. Or if he comes to you and he's like, hey, I want to have a boys night or hey, you know, I I don't know, whatever that is, why is that a bad thing? Like we should, I think we're just so afraid to talk about it. But I, even in a research study done, I it was a qualitative research study that was done throughout your life. Even if you're married to someone for 50 years, they Mm -hmm. said, um, you will have a crush on seven people even throughout your marriage, because think of the, the people you're around, you naturally, like if you don't work together, right? You're going to be at work and randomly, if it's whatever, you're going to just be like, oh, that person's cute. That person's trying but you're going to flirt. And that, why is that bad? Though? I
0: get like seven a day, okay. if I'm being honest. Like anytime I go to the grocery store, it's, I'm just crushes everywhere. everywhere. So yeah, I just want to flirt with everybody, but, but why is that bad? it's not bad. Yeah. And I think, I think it, like you said, it goes back to the traditions of, you know, our culture and, and what's been reinforced for all the years. I also think, um, how was I going to say, Joe? I don't know. What were you lost, I lost my train of thought, I but... Mi- I w-
1: well, go ahead. No, go ahead. i think I was going to say, um, but what you're saying, even like I want... There's a gorge store and I have seven crushes, That's really not monogamy. That's right. open... That You're talking now monogamy open because if you were to say traditional monogamy, like you want to flirt, that's great. Like it should be only me and me. Like that's what the Bible, you know what I mean? If you go yeah. back, like what it says, so...
0: And what I was going to say, actually, yeah. so I think a lot of it has to do with like people kind of going off like dating apps and dating like people don't show their true selves sometimes ever like you're saying until yeah. 10 years into marriage and they're miserable for 10 years because they've been hiding like who they really are mm-hmm. because they feel like oh I like this person and if I'm really myself they may stop liking me and like I think a lot of people fall into that trap yeah, yeah.
1: and I think too like the pro actually was what I like about your dating app even let's say so I think like with your dating app you know it's nice because why is it bad if I'm in a relationship? You know that I'm with you. I'm living with you. I'm going home to you. You know, I'm on a dating app. There's, there's no threat. It's literally just fun meeting connection. If that's something you value, not everyone values that. Some people are like, want to be on video games and, but they could be flirting on video games and you just don't know (laughs) about it. Like it's the same. We all do it. We just don't really want to talk about it because it's awkward to be like, well, I don't want them to know I'm flirting, but like, it actually makes the relationship healthy because if you are in a serious relationship, you should be honest. You should have trust. And again, if I say 50, 60, 70 years of your life, the minimal problem, if, if your biggest problem is you flirting with someone or you going on a date, you're not going to make it through 70 years.
2: Mm. Yeah. And I, guess, <laughs> and I, I, I guess that brings up a, a really important question that I had is, okay, so say you go on these dates, right? Yeah. Do you have, a, a, is there a self-control thing where it's like, okay. I know that my boundary is making out, Mm -hmm. but I'm making out with this guy and he's really hot. (laughs) Do you allow yourself to expand that or do you have that hard cut line of, no matter how attracted I am to this person, it's just making out?
0: And is that your line or like internally or something you promised your partner oh yeah, yeah yeah
1: i you know it's more of my line i think my part my partners that have had they probably honestly wouldn't care if i did they'd be like whatever she's get, like <laughs> they would because they feel so secure in their relationship they would they know i'm not going anywhere but that's an interesting thought i've never like if i'm single obviously yeah if i'm yeah, feeling the vibe sure. i totally do it but i've never maybe this is like the woman heart. I don't know, but I've never been in a scenario where I've been with someone where like, I'm, you know, have a serious person that I'm with and then I'm on a date and that it, it has inspired more out of me. Okay. I That's, guess if it did, I, I probably would. I don't see, cause I'm very like in the moment, you know, whatever. I don't see why I wouldn't. And like, I know that, you know, the partners that are had, they would be like, whatever. Like they would probably be like, Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> they would be yeah. Like yeah, it, I It's
2: so interesting how different humans are just yeah. so
0: interesting. And, yeah you never know yeah sometimes you're those two-for-one appetizers are flowing and you're feeling real good get a little hand holding you get a little kiss and then shit just pops off and you can't control it
1: it could because i feel like
0: words would get me like if i looked into a woman's eyes Mm.
2: and i was like listen you just have the most beautiful eyes ever yeah and then like watch her face just melt and it's like oh you know i'm in there i can do whatever i want now
1: yeah i don't know i've never like I've never had it happen like that, I guess. Like, when I've been with someone, maybe it's just more, like I said, my heart's been in that place, so I haven't attracted it. Like, what you said, like, the more that I've been, like, the more my heart has grown towards someone. But I'm not, I don't like to rush things, because, like, I believe that we're going to be here for a long time. I'm 28. Like, I mean, I don't, I'm not someone who's like, we went on the first date, now we're going to get married. Oh, my (laughs) God. And here's what's happening. We're living together. Like, that is not me. Like, I really like to Which is so
2: unattractive.
1: Yeah. I like to take things. Slow, and I like to really get to know someone, which you should. Like, you shouldn't just, if you're a quality person, you're not just gonna let anyone into your life. And that's both, I mean, everyone. And if you don't feel like you're a quality person, you should really work on yourself to feel like that, you know? And not that I have an issue with being vulnerable, but I'm not just gonna let someone into my life so quickly. Like, you know, there might be a, a moment of beauty or a moment of whatnot, but I'm not just gonna like,
0: And I feel like anyone that you would be attracted to has that same kind of energy where, and the, you know, the, um, whether it's like just strong beliefs about that stuff or, you know, hard boundaries where they're not gonna, they're not gonna give their full self to you either. So, yeah. It takes a very special type of person that does a lot of work on themselves and is very self aware and, and looks into all this stuff to, even consider doing some of the relationship stuff that we're talking about yeah
1: and i we should probably talk about that too because i want to say i was not like this you know like i have to think in college you know i was like so jealous i was a girl that was like at, you know i i still always like dated a lot of people like i remember right one time this is kind of funny i was at the bar with my girlfriends there was like five guys there i was dating like all of this thing that was like you you're dating all five of them they yeah, not like like intimate but yeah like like we they all like me we all like like you know why was okay. it like you Did know they all know well, we kind of found out. that like, they kind of knew. I think I was always like that. Like, see, that's why. Like, I feel like yeah. I always was kind of like that. It wasn't a secret, but yeah, a couple of them knew that I was dating them or whatever. But there was still one main. <laughs> there was always there was one. Do you one. have one
0: right now? A main mm-hmm. part? Okay. Yeah.
1: Um. But and um, we'll get into that. But that was like in college. I remember, I'm like, oh my god, I have five guys here and i dating. We we're like laughing. I was like, oh my god, we gotta go around. But it was like funny, even like I mean, that was not serious time in my yeah. life. That was like whatever. But, college, yeah. But I was still like, even then I would get like very jealous, you know, arguments. I didn't know how to have conflict resolution.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Arguments were World War three over everything, you know, very dramatic, you did know. You, and, did
0: you drink uh, in college?
1: Yeah, I still drink, but no, I mean, not like college. I mean, I went to Michigan State, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was definitely... Well, because
0: we talked about that yesterday where it's yeah. like alcohol just makes everything, everything so much worse, worse. when it comes, comes to that type of stuff. Yeah. So. so,
1: you know, I, for anyone watching, like, I don't want you to think like it just became this person. Like, this came through a lot of, you know, trial and error, but even the boyfriend I talked about... Um, it's funny if he'll ever watch this, but anyway, it's like, he was he like, I, I know probably, but I, and I love him so much. He was such, he, he like activated like the true calling. Like I never really could be that person. And that's why I love men. Cause I feel like they activate this part of women that we can't get without men. And then I think women do beautiful things for men too, but it's just, so anyway, I remember, you know, I was traveling for work and I was out and I was in North Carolina and there was this PhD researcher I met and I found it was really fascinating my flight got canceled so him and I we got two separate rooms my room was his mm, and his but we I, were love, gonna
0: go, I love where this is going we
1: were gonna go out so I'm obviously but I was like hey I've got to call my boyfriend so I called my boyfriend I'm like hey just so you know like whatever like I just want you to know like are you know are you okay basically like I, I mean there's nothing that's like my flight's canceled it's kind of whatever but I'm letting you know he's like no I honestly trust you and I want you to be happy and like I think you know this is like someone that's good for you to have in your network and He's like, and if you do drink and you decide to hook up, like, go for it. Like, I know you're like, and I was like, mind blown. Right. Cause I'm like, this is like someone I thought it was like, I could like marry. And he's, this guy is being so nice about this and he's not making me like what you said. I felt like if I, if he would have said no, I was like, a part of me is dying. You would have wanted to do
0: it more too.
1: But yeah. And I didn't. That, night, that whole... I didn't... That whole night. Like, I mean, he... Like, that... I mean, we, like... He probably
0: knew that. He probably is a, is a, is a smart dude. And so like, he... Go fuck that dude. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so he...
1: Literally, like, he he was like, but I want you to have a good night because I have this, like, dire need inside of me. Like, what you're talking about. of just connecting. I just he was this cool research. I don't want to get, into, he was just researching this cool thing. And I was like, so excited. And I was like already just moved to Houston. And it was like, Oh my God, of course, like let's go. out And I'd never been and like, it was just this cool thing. And it was such a cool night. I still remember it. No, like weird flirty yeah. vibes, just genuinely like two cool people. And if you're strictly monogamy, you could have never done that.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so what style is back then? Yeah. Does this excitement for all these connections, right? what What was your family upbringing like do you think it stems from that? you know, can you give us a little more insight into totally. <laughs> you know the early days of Colleen and how that's you know how the Colleen of now just loves connecting with all these different people? people. Yeah. yeah, so
1: I mean, I was an only child and I was born to two parents who were attorneys. They're very very intelligent. We're like very close like we we're in our group chat every day we talk. It's not like that. and I always had like a good amount of friends like I was always busy. I did basketball. I was like, a good student. like there was no like there was nothing like really abnormal besides the cancer. <laughs> I guess like if you look at it, but which,
2: which actually in a weird way, turns out to be a huge benefit in life in the long run. Cause yeah. it gives you such a beautiful perspective. You yeah. Know?
1: And so, but I think kind of when we're talking about, I didn't even think about it like that. A conversation I remember with that boyfriend who I literally was like, I thought I was going to marry and like the whole world. Like that, I never felt like that with any guy before. And, um, When he said that, something fundamentally in my mind, I think something clicked. I was like, oh my God, like you can actually have it all. And you could actually, like, you don't have to give up anything. I think as women, especially. Because I always was career-driven. I always, you know, had successful jobs. My first job, I made six figures. I was 21 years old. I remember, like, I worked at an internship my freshman year, and I made my first $5,000 in the summer, which was like, who makes $5,000 in three months? Like, this is insane amount of money. Like, you know, like, this was crazy. <laughs> so I, I always was career-driven, and I always felt like there was just something I had to give up. Like, I feel like that was the narrative of... As a woman, if you're dating, you have to give something up. You have to give something up. I just felt like it was a thing. And that moment was so profound with that guy because – or my boyfriend at the time because it let me feel like I could be me and Mm -hmm. I could find – like I could have love. And so from that, I always was honest about who I was about that. But even that, it's just like the guys – when you love someone, we all have like little quirks you end up loving about someone. I feel like this is just my quirk. And I feel like the people that I've served, men or women – This has been a quirk that a lot of people have been afraid to communicate about because they don't want to be polyamory or they don't want to be open and they don't want to be strictly monogamous. So what is this line, which is back to what we're talking about, is be clear about who you are and what you want and don't be afraid of it. I think that's the biggest thing is just don't be afraid of it. And if you the more you suppress that part of you in whatever relationship, you are going to wake up one day building resentment against them but it's really for yourself because you never were yeah. true to you and you never gave that op- person the opportunity to even meet you halfway
0: yeah i think that's great yeah, yeah. it's cr- interesting because
2: i feel like you lean on both sides of the fence sometimes with this yeah. you know I got it. and okay. uh like what's what's your take when you meet women and do you s- kind of relate to Colleen in a perfect way of like oh if you can have have that all
0: yeah well it's funny because as you were just saying that i was thinking i was listening yeah. but i was also thinking uh with the other part of my brain that um i think defining yourself as something could be dangerous mm-hmm. and i feel like i'm kind of a pulling the my favorite parts from all of these things yeah mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of the direction i'm headed is like mm-hmm. you know if it all starts with you know being true to yourself and then meeting someone that you have a connection with but being super open right from the beginning and yeah i think that's where i'm headed like i'm not gonna to find myself, or you know, say I'm this or this or this. It's just gonna be, yeah, I take this part, I take this part. I think that's, and it kind of sounds like what you did traveling the world where you're finding all these different People. ways of life that, yeah, different cultures. Um, but yeah, I don't think I have any because I feel like every guest we talked to and every person I meet as you know, in the past couple of years, it's like showing me new paths and, and I'm just pulling my favorite parts.
1: Yeah, and I think like a good thing for you both because I mean, you guys have different ones. Is like, so, what, like, how would you feel, you know, if you're you know, stable girlfriend came to you and was like, hey, I want to go on a date or hey, like I want to do a girls night and just, you know, whatever, but I'm going to come home. Would you be like, oh yeah, well, my God, absolutely not. Like, Well,
2: I, I'm I'm engaged. So if my, if my fiance yeah, said, you know, I'm going on a date with somebody. Yeah, I'd be like, no,
1: absolutely You're not. like, no, way. it's like, not happening.
2: <laughs> it's either that or give me my ring back and I'll see you yeah. later.
1: <laughs> you're like, no. So what if after you were married?
2: No, no way. So, so you yeah.
1: do you feel like it's like a traditional way of like, like, what does it signify to you?
2: No, I think, honestly, I, I'm i just so in love with her. Got it. And she makes me so happy. And I'm not someone who needs more. Like, I, I actually yes. like to, uh, I'm like, okay, I got my love life figured out. It's amazing. Now I could solely focus on work. Yeah. And I don't really, even, even if I wasn't with her, I don't have that urge to meet people and sleep with them. I'm kind of yeah. more like, I just want to work, you know? I see so, what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't really have that urge in a way. Yeah. I like to get to know people, but intimately, not really.
1: Yeah. That's like but see but it's so personal. Like, do you see it? Like and yeah. that's what I think I just like I like about your guys' app and I like about this conversation is because I don't think there's one way. Like I don't feel like your love is wrong. I don't feel like your love is wrong and my love isn't wrong. Like they all Yeah. The love I'm in definitely is like I, I we were saying the other day, like I feel like I'm in the best relationship of my life right now. Like I like I'm so enamored and yeah. enjoy and like, it's like, I've never felt so like enamored by someone or so like lit up and like, Oh my God. But it's because I'm, I still feel free, but the things that I would do, let's say when I'm single, yeah, I don't necessarily do those things, but it's the option right. that I always could.
2: And I think we all kind of are saying the same thing. It's yeah. just like, if you're happy, whatever makes you happy and it's in a righteous way, Steve's always, Steve always says like, if you do things in a righteous way, then that's good. But if you're happy in a righteous way, then why does it matter what anyone else thinks? Like, that's it. You're happy.
0: Yeah. And I think going back to your question, like for me, I think the the older I get, the more experiences and the happier I am like with myself and by myself, like the less jealous I would be, the less like, it's almost like, okay, do your thing if it's going to make you happy. I encourage her. So, so she's a high fashion model. So
2: she is around male models, Mm -hmm. you know older, creepy guys trying yeah. to marry her. And I'm just like, yeah, go do your thing. Okay. Like you want to yeah. go for a girl's weekend? Yeah, Knock yourself out. Yeah. If I was in a relationship and going, girl, I'd be like, fuck, get that. So go. She, she's How actually in Australia thing? for two months. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, like. Do your thing. Just have fun.
1: But that's still, you're still operating. You're not open related, but you're still operating out of strictly monogamy. Because most monogamy would be like, two months, are you crazy? Like, you know, like that yeah. narrative would be like, you're out of your mind, you know, when it's. I just think it's a different narrative of love. It's not. She has her career and she's doing it and you're being supportive of yeah. that.
2: And I think to your point, yeah. say she was away and I started to feel like, oh, shoot, I I need something around. Yeah. Then I'd be like, oh, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. I have to reevaluate. But the fact that she is away and I'm like, yeah, good. I'm good. Like I yeah. don't need anything. It, it reassures me like, oh, I know this is for me. The right thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And I think if you meet your, maybe a right person like that, it's there. But I, I just, what I love about this conversation and I think it's important to walk away is you have to know yourself. Cause I think even you, like this wasn't like you just walked out mm-hmm. of the park and this is the first relationship you had. And it was like this, there was lots of things you go through. And so oh, walk- we went through
2: phew, such highs and such lows. Yes. And yeah. I think
1: that's another thing I want to touch on is that just because let's say you're in a monogamous relationship, let's say maybe with someone, then someone who's more, I can't speak on polyamory cause I've never done it, but you know, open. No matter what type of relationship, you're always going to experience pain and hurt. Yeah. I, even if, with marriages who have been together, like I said, 50, 60, 70 years, you naturally hurt someone when you're... And it's not on purpose. It's not like a thing, but there's just things you do when you make our own decisions where it hurts the person we're with. And so I think we also have this false narrative that if we're just with one person, we're going to experience less pain in life, which isn't necessarily true either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, did you have something you want to add to that? I did not. Okay. See. Uh, so I was going to ask you, so what would be in all your travels and living in different spots, what would be the cra- the thing that would seem the craziest to like a, the average American that works really well for yeah. the other culture?
1: Yeah. I, well, there's a couple, but I think my craziest story, but I, you know... Um, I lived in Italy. I lived in Sicily, Italy. Hopefully one of them watches this. They're going to laugh. But <laughs> there was two guys I was dating. I always feel like it's like the, the fight between the masculine and the feminine. I always feel like this with men. Girl, well, like woman, we're like, God, can we just get a man that's like balanced? <laughs> it's so hard. Like Jesus. But anyway, so I was in Palermo and there was a guy that I was dating and he worked, um, nights or whatever and then there was another guy that lived in catania and he worked days and oh, so oh, <laughs> they literally but they knew about each other and it was like totally normal like literally they would be like hey i'm sending her to you like, like, like literally it would be like <laughs> but i wasn't i didn't i wasn't hooking up with the one in catania only the one was it like up. a
2: baton exchange
1: no, I wish. Oh, it would kind of been that'd funny. Be cool. No, it was like, just more like whoever because-
2: had the baton was is their time, no matter what time of the day it was. It
1: might I don't know, it could have been like that, but it was but <laughs> she anyway, was the baton. Yeah, I yeah. was. It might have yeah, but it was like this. I think it was more they just wanted to make sure I was safe because I was there with a couple friends, but it was yeah. like more of just a safety. We don't hurt her to like leave hating our country or feel like we're these crazy people. <laughs> like that's how, it was more like a caring. But um, when you were there, like, yeah, I mean, God, it was like normal. You'd be with one man. He's like, yeah, my wife's at home. I'm going to this thing. I mean, even the Italian woman. I mean, it was like a whole nother. That was like a whole nother thing I'd never even experienced in, in Island, my we life. In call
2: that a gumad.
1: There we go. It was, yeah, <laughs> that was like, I'd never experienced something like that. And I think like in in Thailand, I did this moon party and I, I can't say like so much with dating, but this moon party is just like, I mean, it's like when it's a full moon. Everyone gets, I mean, it's a whole ordeal. You would think it's, it's once a month, but you'd think it's like Christmas here. Like it's, it's, it's a, an, or, I mean, beyond anything I've ever experienced. And so everyone's doing this new moon ritual or full moon ritual and whatever. And that's like a whole different experience. What's, what is that? <laughs> it's just like, you like everyone's kind of worshiping. I don't want to say worshiping. So I, I, I don't know the right wording because it's not my culture, right? Tradition, but there, there's a acknowledgement for the full moon and what that means. But Is it like
2: a sex party?
1: I wouldn't say a sex party, but it's more just like a... Gathering? I it, yeah, it, we w- I guess you... An
2: intimate naked gathering?
1: I would say like a, an intimate exchange. It doesn't mean that okay. there's sex always, but it's like clearly an exchange of energy. Some are, but it's like... I don't really yeah. know what to call it. Because in America, I think it's much more like fast, penetrative. This Like there, I mean, I was just an observer. That was like, oh my God, something I'd never quite experienced. There's
2: a movie. Have you ever seen the movie with Jason Sudeikis? What is it
1: called? Uh, it's,
0: it's called like...
2: The Last Orgy or something? Yeah, The Last Orgy. I, think I so watched it was. for the first time. I haven't
0: time. seen it. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's so good, but it's fine. I haven't it's, fun. Fun. It's,
2: it's a terrible, cheesy Jason. Yeah, there you, movie. But there you go. That was it's a good. whole yeah. different,
1: you know, thing. Um, I just obvi- recently went to the Middle East. I went to um Israel, Jordan, and Egypt. That is definitely much more... I mean, I don't want to say completely conservative, but definitely more conservative than... See, I
2: felt Tel Aviv was the most liberal place not as far as socially say, i shouldn't been. say
1: israel i should say jordan and i i went there but jordan and egypt specifically were more you know traditional okay. i feel like i went to jerusalem i didn't really visit tel aviv so jerusalem was a little bit more okay
2: yeah 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 I reserved but tel aviv is probably but, like a little a little no, circle they have, that's just crazy and then the rest of it's very conservative i've
1: heard they have the largest gay pride parade yeah. in the yep. world mm. yeah so so i i wasn't there for that but Anyway, but I could definitely say like something like yeah, like that was much more conservative. Um, you know, New Zealand and Australia, I think they have like similar, but it's different there. There, guys and girls won't go up to each other in public. They'll only do it through an app or through whatever. Really? So you, yeah, yeah. be a good place. Well, for Hannah always
2: says that first on you would be great in Australia.
1: No, that. yeah. Okay. They, so they like they like it's really weird. Men will not go up in public to women in Australia. It's a very really? yeah. Like yeah it, it men, has men are to, so
2: confident in Australia. I
1: know, but it's just a thing. So anyway, so I. So that was that New Zealand, I think, is a little bit, you know, more conservative. I think, okay. but I think if you, I mean, I think Texas is more conservative than LA or New York, you know. Do but. you think,
0: do you think that like if you visited all these places, but let's say didn't live, like, let's, how, what was the average duration that you,
1: in each place that out, well, out of all my countries, out of all the countries, probably like on average, the days, if you it, it's a lot of 40, so let's say like maybe 40. Four to five. I guess if you're taking like but forty seven countries you're dividing by five countries I lived in. So if I'm taking those three, maybe it's a little bit more, maybe like a week or two weeks.
0: Okay. I'm only asking because I feel like if you're a visitor, if you're on vacation, like you have a totally different set of rules than like people that live Live in that place all the time. Like and you're you're not like as you're willing to just like put yourself out there more and like you're like, I'm never gonna see these people again. Yeah. Whereas if like you're in your normal community, it's it's very different. Like do you find that That was the case for you, like, because I feel like sometimes, like, I went to like, I went to a wedding one time in uh, uh, where's Ohio State? Ohio. Ohio. No, but like, what city? Columbus. Columbus, That's what it was. (laughs) I went to Columbus for. I was in Columbus for like thirty six hours. I had like an incredible thirty six hours, and left, I was like, oh fuck, Columbus is awesome, and then everyone else was like, Columbus fucking sucks. (laughs) was Like I don't know. I had a great time. So I'm wondering if like you had a similar experience where like you're seeing all these things and like taking part of them, but if you had to live there, do you think you'd still want to do like?
1: Yeah. So I think that like what you said, 36 hours somewhere if you're going for going for an event, like, you know, when you went there for Ohio State game, like, yeah, that's a whole different experience. I think like like one, I just went for like my, you know, my Ph.D. at Pepperdine. Like that was a you know, that was a. An experience I can feel like it's pretty real because the person who was our tour guide like was from Egypt, there was like someone from Jordan, it was like from, like it was like a very new you saw like real things that you're like, oh, my God, Like I feel like if I wasn't here, I wouldn't actually experience yeah. the truth of it. Um, but I think, like, Thailand, like, when I was there, like, that full moon party, like, you can only experience that if you're, like, actually...
2: Oh, that party was in Thailand?
1: Yeah, that was in oh, Thailand, wow. that full moon party. Like, but that, that like, you can't just go there for, like, like even to get to the islands that do that. Like, you have to... I did Phuket, and then you have a boat ride to the other islands. Like, it's not like you could just... I don't even think there's a boat there and back in one day. Yeah. Like, right. you have to... So, like, I definitely think you ha- there's parts of it, but I do think there's that narrative like it's like if people come to LA for a weekend you can't really know LA like Mm -hmm. but I I think if you meet the right people anywhere you're always going to experience that culture and I think like like in Sicily like I met those two (laughs) two Italian guys like I definitely experienced Italy and that's like what I you know what I (laughs) wanted you know but it was it was real Italy because I I went to the local places that I would never have went if I didn't meet them um what
0: do you call what do you call what they were doing in Italy like how do you classify that from a
1: I don't even know if we have a, war, cause I don't want to like offend Sharing? anyone. Yeah. But I think it's, no, I think it's just <laughs> more, I'm very open. Like, I think it's just like, you know, my wife's home, you're hot, I'm doing this, I'm doing here. Like, and not everyone obviously is like that. I'm speaking more of like yeah. a liberal term. There's obviously some people who I think are very Catholic and very conservative. That would probably be offended if I said that sure. with their whole country. But you know, but I, I think we have that just everywhere. I think that's the, the point of this conversation is that there is a conservative narrative, which obviously has been throughout our history. And what I'm just trying to say, or this conversation is trying to say is that there's just a more open narrative. And the more you can work on yourself and realize what, what do you desire and explore? Like there were experiences, like I was in Malta and there was a horrible, uh, you know, I mean, bad experience could have been worse, but bad experience with, a you know, a guy that I experienced, not, not like anything like, um, horrible like, ho- like traumatic, but I'm just saying like, I was like, Oh my God, I definitely don't want anything like that ever again in my life. Yeah. Or you know, I had a guy. I did a hero where I did something. And I was like, oh my god, screw! Like that was horrible. You know, what but is, it, what did it they was they just. A, I never went. I don't like. I don't. I didn't know this was happening, but I was kind of like, told I was hanging out. Then it was like a date with me and another woman and him, and I just felt like totally uncomfortable. It Was like mm. not at all my scene. I didn't like it. I just was like creaming from Like I just like. So it was,
2: it, it was going along the vibes of leading into like a threesome kind of thing, or
1: I think kind of, okay. but I don't. I just was so uncomfortable. So it was like I didn't know that was. The vibe, right? Right. Like they were like, "Oh, we're hanging out," and then there was like another person, woman there, and I'm like, "What?" And it was just like I thought I was getting to know you, like I, and then that was like, "Oh my god, that is like my body is repulsed by this." So so." that's
2: that's totally separate. Where it's like you and two other people, it's like a no.
1: Yeah, I didn't Mm -hmm. like it. I mean, even like I've never done it even with two guys, like dating. I just, I just feel like you're not getting the core and essence of someone. Yeah, you like the actual
2: connection, like the actual intimate one-on-one whatever that means yeah you, you yeah I, I i understand
1: so so i've done i've had experience like that where i feel like if i didn't do that right then i wouldn't i do feel like if i didn't have things like that there would be moments where i couldn't appreciate people that i'm with as much yeah. and i think that's happened for all of us though like i think even like you probably hear you know so friend stories like i i would my worst fear i don't know like i always say like my worst fear would be what is my partner gonna say when i'm not around Oh, and I sure. would hate to be the person that my partner, like I always want to, per- to be the. person, I shouldn't say, I always want to be the person my partner's like, oh my God, my relationship with Colleen is so amazing. It's so like fun and it's fiery. And I'm, you know, we're both free and it's always expanding and we're always growing. I yeah. learned so much. Like that is how I want to be talked about. And I feel like I've witnessed and simply monogamous, I don't know, no fun. I feel like are like people are not like growing in their careers. Or they're like just unified to one entity. I feel like that's missing and it's I've, I've seen these people like fight about money in front of their children in horrible times. Like I've seen this, like, I I don't know if I've seen one that I'm like, wow, that one really did it right. And these are older, obviously like younger generation. I think I have seen some of my friends. I'm like, absolutely. Oh my God. They're so in love that. So for them, I just haven't seen that, but I, it's just so for you. Like, what is it for you? But I think you have to experience these things to know, what you do and don't like, and if you don't, how could you really appreciate the one?
0: Sure, yeah, and you never know what it truly is like from the outside looking in either. Like it could look like the few, the few good ones you've seen. Who knows what they actually look like, mm-hmm. you know, behind the scenes? So, um, yeah, you can't. I don't know, man. It's scary. I got somehow. news
2: today about, uh a friend and his fiance. They're about to get married, mm-hmm. and to the outside world, they were the perfect couple. Like I thought, you know, this yeah. is it. I get news today that he's on his parents' couch, she's in the apartment and they're separated. And I was like, holy shit. Wow. And
1: I think, I actually just did an email to my audience today about this. And I, but and I want to talk about this too because I think even your relationship, which is, yeah. you know, I would say more, very monogamous, but still, you are your own identities, which I think is important. I think our generation is really the first to have that because yeah. most women in the past right in your type of situation there was no way they would have been allowed to go somewhere for two months that like we didn't even have access to credit cards till 1980s yeah you know like that like this is really just history there's no way that could have been possible yeah even
2: my mom still still sees my dad as the leader the king it's my dad's life that she just wants to make sure he's okay and i'm like
1: Yeah, like so I always I wrote my email, you know, I think that it's important to know that every relationship is going to have conflict. Like I said, every relationship is going to have pain, whether you're in polyamory, which is not for me. Like I said, that thing. whether you're whether you're there or you're in strictly, you know, you're the only person where, you know, there's no other energy or flirting or whatever. um, There's always going to be pain. and There's always going to be conflict the the quality of your success in your relationship or the opportunity of your success is how much can you manage conflict resolution? And I think. you're saying, like this couch thing, I don't know, but I think there's a lot that comes with suppressed emotions. Mm -hmm. It's just suppressed desires, which is what I'm saying. Like, why is it bad? It should not be bad if your partner comes to you. If you are really together, like I want to go out and have a girls' night and I want to flirt, whatever. I'm gonna come back. What? If a guy too, like I, I used to be so jealous. I'm like, are you crazy? Like, what are you doing? Like, you know. Yeah. But then I got over the fact of like, let's actually think about this. Like, and I and I had to run the scenario in my head. Like, if i'm 70 years old yeah do i legitimately think like and this is not a bad thing if it is do i legitimately think that there's never in 70 years of my life going to be a time where i have a little bit of a crush on someone just because of whatever i'm doing in my career move or there's going to be some hot guy that i want to flirt with or that like like let's put it on me like are we going to be serious about this and is that unreal for me to think that that's never going to happen
2: but most of the time if you ever see those memes where the wife's up looking over at the husband and he's dreaming. Yeah, and she's like, "I, I wonder who he's fucking dreaming about." And usually he's just thinking about like yeah, football a, or something. Yeah, it's not like and that. And I would say that honestly, from experience, ninety yeah. percent of the time, that's actually what it's like. That's so men. I was
1: gonna. <laughs> oh, I, to, I was gonna comment something. So men, men I, So I do agree with you what you said, but I just feel like we just have to change that narrative because I think it's it's whether it's women or men, like either yeah. one coming, I think we're ruining longevity of actually love like there's yeah. actually real love in some of these relationships and because someone can't feel like they're free to just do something so small it's not even ruining your relationship it's not it's not ruining it doesn't mean you're devalued it doesn't mean anything like it's actually yeah. going to grow you closer
0: 100
1: but because that's not allowed to be talked about now you just lost
0: yeah and but most people myself included like most people just can't logically think that through right all the time most people don't get that and then also people that do get it you you still have emotions
2: what do you mean by you like no
0: like because i'm i'm very logical and i think things through and i think the same way like i would put myself in that i think that was great right but at the same time like i'm a human being that has emotions all the time yeah so it takes like a a strong person who is self-aware to Mm -hmm. be able to overcome those emotions and not like Lash out or act out or do something stupid because they're overrun yeah. by their yeah, emotions. Yeah, and if
1: there is an emotion, like if you do feel jealousy, it's not wrong. Like sometimes I'll still stupid. I'm like, oh, I kind of feel jealous and I just make it funny. Like I just make it cute and they're like, really? That's cute. And then they'll Right. Like and make how it many hot. people can do can that? Make it like very sexy. I learned to do that. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very rare.
2: Yeah. My my, okay. my my mom does that. My dad was on the phone the other day with some telemarketer and she sounded like this young, pretty yeah. woman. And my dad's all smiley, like flirting with her. Yeah. But like, you know, going a little too yeah. far. And my mom just, watching him he gets off the phone she's like are you kidding me like yeah like come on and you know she didn't make a big deal of it but she's yeah. like all right enough.
1: so i would have done in that situation like right i always like to make things hot or space i'd be like oh really like i feel like a little bit jealous like what are you gonna do to me it's like yeah. pay me for having to observe that like i would yeah, say yeah. something like that yeah. so you, you take the power back to make it like hot that. again like it's i'm not gonna let this negative emotion ruin my partnership because it's not this it's not like this person just went and stole money it's not like this person just went and like stuck their penis in <laughs> front of somebody in front of me you know what I mean? like it's not like there was yeah. like a serious threat to my relationship so why don't we just make it funny and turn the attention back to me
2: that's a great way to look at it i never even thought about that
1: and so and it doesn't mean that your emotions not valid right. like i've been at the thing where i've been like oh i feel jealous or like you know i'm I want you to go happy and do that. I feel a little bit sad tonight. I feel whatever. Like, I'm going to watch this movie. Like, just be honest in communication and a true partner is going to be like, I support your whatever emotion or I'll- yeah. I, it, it, it just, we have this illusion that if we don't talk about what we're feeling, that it just makes it better when actually, when you talk about it and not explosive, like I said, like I've done that before in my life, yeah. but this is the work of you're hearing me. I mean, Hundreds of thousands of dollars in personal development, which is why I believe in coaching and mentor- mentorship. You know, experiences that I've put myself in that it wasn't. You know, like I said, whoa, this is too. Day. Also,
2: I in small towns, coaching, mentorship, and therapy is taboo. Mm-hmm. But as you get into places like LA, New York, other big cities, you see that kind of everybody needs it's coaching, normal. mentorship, yeah, therapy. You you don't know the things you're suppressing, and once you find them out, you grow so quickly, and you're like, oh, how is I. Not speaking about this five years ago. like how, how was I living with this?
1: So back to growth, right? What's my number? And I think you have to know this. What are your values? And you shouldn't listen to anything. What are your values in life? What are your values in your relationship? My number one value is always growth. If I'm not growing in this moment or this experience, I'll always say no to it. You know, that's number one. Number two, is it adventure? I have a thrill for adventure, right? That's, that's just like we could listen to me and know that that's true. That's a value of mine. So if someone who's not adventuresome, that's probably already not a value. We're not going to, you know, yeah. we're not going to work. Another of like leaving an impact, leaving a legacy. Like it's another value of mine. Like you have to know what are yeah. your values so you can. It's
2: very, it's a, it's a very entrepreneurial <laughs> list you just gave, you know, and, and I think when it comes to growth, I think people get very intimidated when they hear about self growth. Right. Mm. And if they simplified that and just thought, okay, I can control of being a better version of myself today than I was yesterday. And how simple that is, whether you if you read an extra 10 pages in a book, you're smarter today than you were yesterday. Totally. And if you just simplify growth, it becomes so less intimidating. But people can't do that.
1: Yeah. One percent better every day is what I like to say. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And the other thing I want to go back to, though, what I thought was important, what you said, because I actually changed a lot on this. So I was really like driven as a young, you know, career woman. And I was like, oh, my God, I, you know, woman rights, da, da, da something you said i really liked though but i i well i liked what you said but i actually believe in it so i i did this whole class actually and it was on masculine and feminine energetics and it was basically how do you go from like girl to womanhood and it was one of the most powerful classes i'd ever done in my life it was like a almost three thousand dollar course but it was amazing Mm -hmm. and i learned about something and this changed my life and i hope it changes whoever's listening is that we want masculine doesn't have to be men but masculine in relationship we want them to be the leader Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. And I'm not saying this is not like a dominating. I mean, we could go there, but this is not like a dominating. Yeah. Not control. a servant. Yeah. It, it just, but we, you want a man no matter what, like that is part of the role of masculinity is yeah. to be a leader in the relationship. Like, you want to be led as a feminine. And so when I learned this, I was like, oh my God, I was the one that was like mothering. I was like making sure like, are you doing this? Or, are you taking me to dinner? Are you doing like yeah. all the things I'm like, that's like his mother. Like, and I was like, oh my God, that's not feminine at all. Like, instead of like what I just said of like, he talked, like, why did you just talk to the phone on the phone with a person like that? Mothering. Why would I do that? Why wouldn't I just be drop into my feminine even more to be like, hey, that was really like, you know, whatever. Like, why don't you, or maybe jealous or whatever. I said, like, why didn't you come over here and like take it out on me or something like that? Like that just makes it so like hot and juicy and fun. And that's what's missing, I think, in a lot of relationships. And
2: I think- That's a great point of how the app works, right? In the sense that, you know, we always try and get feedback from women specifically, right? Mm -hmm. And I think one of the big responses we were getting is that, you know, just because women want to be equal to men doesn't mean that they don't want men to lead to say like, hey, these are the date plans. This is what we're doing. And it's not saying that they're superior, but it's like, oh, you care. You're putting in the effort to lead me to this date. That's amazing. You're courting me. I want to be courted. That's and that's and if,
1: even if you're gay or you know, like transsexual, like it, this is masculine, feminine. Just you know, yeah. you can translate it. But there is like nothing hotter, right? Like how hot is it for? I mean, sure, every once in a while. But men, how when I'm like, hey, we're going here. Be ready by this time. Like the, Like yeah, it's just not as hot. Like I don't even be like. I don't get turned on saying that. Like you know, I don't think like other men are like sure. Like they'll do it, you know. But it's not like <laughs> it just isn't. I don't know. It's a
0: natural order. Like I actually believe in I believe in exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you know, again, it's not like the female is the servant no. or like.
1: It's just they're what less woman equal doesn't as, want to yeah. be told, like, I made reservations here, like look hot, look cute, yeah. whatever that is. Like you're what
0: surprised, excited.
1: Yeah. Like what woman doesn't want that? You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't mean like for birthday, obviously, like or you know, random things like I think women, we do it in different ways of, oh, your back hurts. I made a massage appointment for you or we do it in different ways, but like when you said that and you're thinking of like the leader of the household, like I still believe, and I the, the older that I've gotten, I do believe, I still believe that the masculine is the leader of the household. It doesn't mean that the feminine is not just as important. They are in many yeah, ways, yeah. but I'm saying like the leader of where the direction of things are going, because otherwise, as a woman, you are gonna be like the mother in the relationship and you're gonna feel like your husband is a son, okay. not a partner.
0: That's yeah, yeah perfectly said, yeah.
2: I was going to say something. about Oh, and I think, you know, telling someone the date details is more of a confidence thing, right? Even even if Steve and I were doing something and he was like, I don't know, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, what do you want to do? And we went back and forth. I'd be like, this is the most Annoying. unstructured, <laughs> non-confident thing ever. Someone needs to just take the lead. Like, exactly. And I think that just goes with the overall confidence in human beings. Someone needs to mm-hmm. show initiative, take the lead. And I think, like you said, it's it's great that a masculine could do it and a feminine is attracted to it yeah
1: and I, even like, like back to the example of your mom like this is kind of funny but i'm just saying like even like i took the masculine if that was really happened like if you were well, like not it's kind of a weird example but if you were the guy and i was like <laughs> i heard you and i was like say floating with this woman and we'd been married for however long and then i took the masculine role of like oh that kind of made me jealous like come over here and show it on me yeah. and then now that gives you the opportunity to lead yeah. i'm not demanding you like you're my child or i'm not like treat i'm not Unintentionally emasculating you because I always say like I'm jealous seriously. What are you doing like I am emasculating you a little bit because you were just being free. Yeah, and so I kind of cut you instead of like longing that to come back into me. So there, it, yeah. it's a polarity that can always shift, but it's really important. But I think overall, like it's important that men know how to lead, know how to direct. Like there's nothing hotter than men like grabs your hand and it's like we're crossing the street or like opens your door. Like that is still hot. Like that is just you know. And there's nothing hotter when a girl's like. You know, I'm just gonna get up and like look pretty and just be sexy and not asking you 50 million questions. Just being free. Like there's something so beautiful about because the man can, the man likes that. It's just how it works. So anyway, like I yeah, Yeah.
0: I think it's actually a great test for me to know if I'm into somebody is if I want to take the initiative to like make plans like if if i'm always if i'm like wishy-washy about like should we do something then i know that i really don't want to hang like don't want to like do something with that person so it's a really good way for me to know
1: yeah that's a good like that's a good thing for guys to know and i think with dating apps because i so i i I do like your guys' app a lot like i said i feel you guys have the best design of an app um like i just like how it's easy and then you can go like you want coffee or do you want um wine or beer like you there's so many things you can like find a connection point that and then i like how you said you can't talk until six hours before i was gonna ask
2: you how do you feel about that
1: I, I think I'd I like it. Lauren and I were talking about it before. <laughs> we were saying that it kind of builds tension. Like it builds, it grows tension of like, oh, I have to be curious. I have to do this. And that, that's always hot too. Like think about it too. If you're talking all the time every day to your spouse. This is why also I like going on dates. If you're talking all the time every day to your spouse, which is nice, or partner. Yeah. But like it's nice just to just be like, okay, I'm not going to talk to you for hours. Come out on a date. And like it just builds a little bit of tension. Like, yeah. It just builds up polarity. Not that it's like not that you need it, but it's just a little spicy. Like I just like it. It's like fun.
2: Yeah. And it's funny because some people would give us a little pushback on that. Yeah. But then once they had the app downloaded and had a date, they were like, oh, this is so exciting. Like I can't wait to text this person in a couple of days. Like I want to text them. And it it kept pulling them back to the app to see the countdown.
1: Yes. Uh, And I think it builds that psychological tension. Like, oh, that's exciting. There's mystery. There's this. And that's Missing, in my opinion, in strictly old paradigm monogamy relationship. Like, I think even for you and your partner, like, Jeremy, is like, her going to Australia, it's good. It's building polarity for two yeah. months. You know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, okay, a week, two, like, whatever. Like, and then you're like, oh my God, two months. Like, I'm so ready. Like, I can't wait. Like, it, man, it's exciting that adds, like to miss fun. somebody. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think with our app, too, one of the big problems that people, like, we were talking a bit about this before is yeah. like being overwhelmed, right? If you have so many matches where mm-hmm. guys are infamous on Tinder and Bumble for just swiping, right? Like, a million times, right? and i think with, with our like a lot of times too like our app makes you like Value. you said the word intentional right intentional yeah. with who I, when i use our app i'm like do i really want to go on a date with this person like do yeah. or do i think i do right maybe it'll maybe i'll think i will and then we chat for a few minutes and i'm like no i don't want to go on a date with this person but it forces you to be intentional right yeah. and just be like should this person right here, do i actually want to like make plans get, get ready for this calendar. date yeah, yeah and like yeah so like with other apps, it's like most people are always like, why do I match with somebody and they never talk to me? It's like, well, because they probably weren't interested in ever doing anything with you in the first place. Yeah. So our app kind of removes that, which I think is the best. No, I like
1: that. Your, your guys' app, it's like so everyone knows, when you go on it, you swipe. And as soon as you swipe, yes, you have to put a link in the calendar to like message or like to have it in the calendar before you can even talk. And if it's not there, you're not going to get that person. So it's like like you said, like very intentional and you have to get better at reading energy and getting clear on what it is you want.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way we say it is the first point of contact is either you sending or receiving a date invite. Yeah. Right? That's it.
2: Yeah. And it's interesting how, you know, obviously I always get the most uh, feedback and pushback on certain things. But how people are like, oh, you're meeting a stranger. And it's like, yeah, but that's life. You're always meeting a stranger. Yeah. And I think the best comparison is... If you went back to the early days of Uber, right, mm-hmm. and said, hey, some stranger is going to pick you up, they're going to know where you live, and then drive you somewhere. It's just the two of you in a car. You'd be like, I'm not getting in that car. Are you totally. kidding me? And now, it's normal. literally, everyone Ubers, and because I, now they know.
1: And I think the other thing that's important of what you just said to acknowledge is that I talk about this a lot with my clients, is that it's also important to know like, you are meeting up with a stranger. So don't expect someone to give their whole life story to you. Like I just, you know, we talked about like, I'm not going to just give you my whole life story yeah. in a one meeting. Like, yeah. and I think it's important to realize you are meeting up with a stranger that you have the intention to hope there is love and, or
2: anything. Yeah. A and, friendship, connection, connection yes. networking.
1: And that should always be why we go and say hi to anyone because that's like our biology is to connect. And so whether it's dating or this, like we always want to return to love. And obviously we always hope for the fairy tale of the best thing ever, but It doesn't mean it's going to happen. And if you if you think about it, spending the rest of your life with someone, you shouldn't expect it, and you shouldn't want that to happen in that quickly, because that means you're not really thinking of the quality you're bringing or the quality someone else can bring. Yeah, Yeah.
0: most people are just lonely, right? And a lot of people, I should say, most a lot of people are lonely. And as soon as they get any like semblance of a connection, it's like, oh, this is the person for me. It's like, no, you're just lonely. Yeah.
2: Yeah, And to that point, so there was a study done, and it said that ninety percent of actual connection and attraction did not happen until the people met in person, right? So you could have these people that say, oh, I want to text for a couple of weeks to get to know somebody. So all you're doing is just wasting time yeah. because you're not going to know if you like them or you're attracted to them until you get the feeling of emotion. And that's yeah. just bio- biology, statistics. That's how it is. So you could try and be as safe as possible and try and you know see if they're the perfect match through the phone, but that's never going to happen. Totally. You, you just need to be present that's kind of what humans are supposed to do
1: yeah
0: yeah and i hate getting to know someone through text like it's it, I, I have too much shit to do i don't want to be on my phone anymore than i already and you're am
2: always going to be disappointed because you're going to be so excited that you're going to build them up to be the perfect person mm-hmm. and then you're going to meet them and no matter how great they are it's like oh but he's not he's not as funny as i really thought he was yeah. because you don't know
1: And that's the danger of making someone the one, which is why I think monogamy is very dangerous of making someone the one Mm -hmm. your whole life, because you always need to have your own identity in life. And I think it's a very scary place when either party loses their identity in someone. And I think the great things about relationships, though, is that when you have that security, you are building memories with someone through good and bad. And there are going to be moments when you have, I won't say weakness, but obviously you go through challenges in life. And You have that person there. Yeah. And I think that's the beautiful thing about having stability and someone there. But the scary part is that when that intertwines where you lose each person.
2: Yeah. I know. I I agree. Wait. So. So just looking at these. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about these books. Of course. Yeah. So how they got started. Yeah. What they're about. And like. Where you're on the Colleen Gallagher journey, journey right now.
1: Yeah, so Live Your Truth was my first book. That was Start Your Journey to Freedom and Healing. That's where I actually got out of Western medicine and totally healed from cancer. And it's where I left New Zealand, right? And I said, I just want to be able to travel the world and find out the level always win. That was my book that I made my first six-week program with that got me my first $10,000 month that I was like, Oh my God. And, really? Yeah. And this is what's helped many people create their first courses online or their first product, like taking, what is your story? What is your, yeah. What's your story? What have you went through and how do we monetize it? That's that one. My second book, which I didn't bring because it's an academic book, but it's called the future for Rohingya's education. That was my master's thesis.
0: Do you think that we're not academic guys?
1: No, I do think you're <laughs> academic guys. So I just don't, what bring does it. Academic I, should, mean? I should probably bring it more. You guys are right. But I, I I think I just – it's more research-based. It's more like analytical, linear. I guess I should – I just assume people don't want to read it as much, but I probably should bring it more because everyone's now like, Colleen, I want your other book. <laughs> so I, anyway, that's that book. And then my third book is called An Uncompromised Life. So Overcome Heartbreak and Trauma, Experience Unexplainable and Truly fall in Love. And this was the experience where I was told I wouldn't be able to have a pregnancy um, without you know certain medication because of my cancer. And I was in a co-created, narcissistic, and codependent relationship. So – Emotional codependency and narcissistic is the same thing. Hon, um, can, we, can we break that down a little yeah. bit? Yeah. <laughs> so so it's on yeah. the, I will, I'll finish this and then we'll bring it up. So okay. It's on the same line psychologically. So um I wound up pregnant and I had an abortion within six days of my first m- missed period. And the name um Ella came to me. And since I had cancer, I always knew I wanted to adopt. So basically, my that whole book is just how I overcame this relationship that i loved and it was always so hard because i was kind of dating two will not at the same time <laughs> I, like at the one like, if i wasn't dating him i was dating this one and it's funny because if i would have been pregnant with the other guy i would have kept the child really and wow. so it was a really like uh, it was a true that's testament what this to book's about, that yeah most... that, it was about that whole experience of going wow. through a, a traumatic you know a relationship where you loved someone so deeply But they couldn't be who you needed. And you
2: knew that it was the guys being. Because I wasn't
1: dating the other guy at that time. Like it was like literally like it was like if we were dating then okay hey we're taking a break because we got mad at each other. We're dating. Okay hey we got mad at each other. Like it was never a crossover at the same time. There's no thing wrong with that if there is. It just wasn't in my That's so interesting.
0: Have journey. you sold the movie rights yet for this?
1: <laughs> I'm going to. So, that's, really? so, so yeah, that's the next part is that, that book becoming a movie. Um, but it's a beautiful story. And so anyone, especially because we just went through everything with the pandemic, if you've experienced loss of any kind, I go through how to connect with the other side and how to connect with whoever you've lost, especially cancer, just, you know, a child, anything like that. So, anyway... Yeah. My daughter will reincarnate through another woman. I think it'll be at the end of this year or early next year and I'll adopt her within the next three to five years. It's just going to like come to me. It's just a story that This recently happened. This happened in 2019, right at the beginning of the pandemic. So anyway, so that was that. And that was where I got really clear. Like if you want to know a lot of my work, like that's where I got so clear on this relationship and what you want, because I suffered tremendously. I feel like I lived a 20 year marriage in two years. You know, I suffered tremendously where I was trying to explain to someone what I wanted or what I needed. And, it's always just a loop and obviously when you're in a narcissistic codependent experience it's challenging because you are feeding off them for emotional need and validation and they're feeding off you because they're you know getting to manipulate you or getting different things out of you yeah. so it's you're both like it's a, it's a crazy cycle that you're feeding each other and it's like a, a literally a chemical addiction that's so hard to break so anyway that was like that one and so my fourth book comes out next year called expanded liberation and my um Doctorate will be done next year. Wow.
2: wow! Congrats. So all before thirty.
1: Yes. So uh, yeah, and obviously my business—I, you know, I have blogs all the time, and I write social media content every day, and I have twenty-nine online courses. So people, like I said, either come to me when they're going through the brink of like a breakup, or wanting to find love, or they really want to find money—you know, an entrepreneur way—but it's really still about relationships. So now,
2: when couples come to you for help, mm-hmm. is it is it more of a formal? Like a one thing? person,
1: I should say. I haven't had a couple yet. I've had a couple couples like haven't paid me yet. I've had a couple couples that have been I've been in messages with, okay. but no one's like gone. But that is kind of I think where my work will go more. Um, but I mostly have like I said, men who have come to me. They went through a horrible divorce or a horrible experience. Women who feel like you know they married a narcissist or someone that exploited them as a career woman. And how do you one get the fuck out of it? And then two, how how do you actually find love? And That's what I help my clients with. And like I said, I have a full range of what that looks like of my clients, but it's, we're talking about exactly what we are, what happened, what's the trauma, what are you holding that anger towards, towards this opposite sex or, you know, same sex. And, um, how do we define love for you and how do we communicate that in a way that's expansive and how do we get over these things of like, he was on the phone or, Saying this of like, oh, I got jealous. Like, are you going to take that out on me? Like, yeah, like, yeah. how do we do that? Or, you know, hey, you didn't text me. I feel like you're not communicating this. Like, that feels so heavy. Instead of like, hey, I really want to hear from you. Like, how is it going? Like, it's just small things like this that make the world of difference. And if you're building for growth in a lifetime with somebody, every little thing like that matters. Yeah. No matter what, and you want to scream and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you yeah. have to take it. And that's your work. Because you can only take care of your side of the street in a relationship. You yeah. can only bring what you have. So even if they're making us you scratch your eyes out, you want to either go, you know, why am I allowing this? What is this teaching me? And how do I really want to handle this? Cause no one likes to like go and feel like there's an explosive thing. That's never fun. Doesn't mean that your emotions aren't valid, but how do we communicate it in a more pleasurable way? Right. Mm.
0: I know you said you have about 85% male, yep. right? Um, do you think that men in general prefer to talk to a woman about this type of stuff or,
1: I don't, I, you know, I can't, I can't say cause I'd never asked that, but I, I think it's a really awkward place sometimes for me cause I think men, their, their wives or their, whatever, they will get mad that they're talking to me or they get concerned or whatever that it is when I really actually just want everyone to find love. So that's what I, but I will say, yeah, I mean, there's times that I feel like men are sharing more with me than they have with their significant other, their children at times, but yeah, I think it's that's reassuring. the beauty of my work.
2: I think it's reassuring. Like, um, obviously if you have, if you have an issue with your wife and you're speaking to a woman about yeah. those issues, they can give you such a different perspective. That's non-biased. Yeah. And I think it's just so reassuring and you could actually, actually learn, yeah. you know, instead of if you talk to a guy, maybe subconsciously you're like, yeah, like he's just agreeing with me or, or he, or if he's not agreeing with me, it's because he's jealous. And
1: yeah. And you, I think guys, I can say this with people, women like myself, I can say I've learned this if a man that I'm dating goes and tells one of his friends something, like if he asks for advice, that guy is going to purposely say something because he's trying to get with me. Mm-hmm. Like mm. I, that is like for sure I can like, get. get in. that's another tricky part. And so I think what you said is important. If you're having, if you're committed to love, whatever your love looks like in relationship, I think it's always important to have a non-biased opinion. It should not be yeah. someone that's, you know, involved because right. The best thing in my opinion, the thing that you should always strive for in any relationship is that when that person's not in the room, you should be ecstatic and so proud of what's happening in your relationship, as you would want them to be a view. Yeah, and that can't happen if you're constantly going to friends.
0: Wait, so you're saying that like if we were dating mm-hmm. and I went to Joe for advice, yeah, he would give me advice. That Most would- likely,
1: basically, so like we would end so that he could be with me, and even Lauren, what kind hand.
0: of friends are these fucking people? No, I'm,
1: I'm you, you would be. I'm telling you, I don't, I, believe, know your I, don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. dis- I don't not telling, believe you, but, but it's, it's, it's. It's, and especially if you're dating someone who's a more successful, like I can tell you for sure. I don't even,
0: we've had so many conversations about like women and date and are you trying to steal Hannah? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. That's why I am the antithesis of I'm this. Saying if they're product. saying bad things. But yeah. But you, yeah. Know, you so always like, give me good advice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you, if you were to go to someone and someone was like saying all this bad thing about your fiance, it's literally because they want to be with her. Like, so like, is it
0: like a subconscious thing or both? Can It be could both. Be, or you, I
1: don't, it, it's that situational. I couldn't like in, you ha- that's yeah. like a situational one. Some of it could, it could not be like it just But you're saying a lot
0: of it is intentional, like literally wants to get this person out of it so they can step in type of thing?
1: Major I would say more majority, yeah. Wow. I would say
0: Do
1: you agree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that's like it. But I but there might be some, I could see like I don't want to say if you're it's kind of I mean, this is kind of mean, but if you're maybe a non-intellectual guy and you're just whatever i think he might be just unintentional that's just the way he thinks i'm not if you're a non-intellectual guy there's nothing wrong with that (laughs) you know live your best life but i'm just saying i think a more intellectual guy absolutely some
0: like someone you would give the academic book to (laughs) No, I not a a neanderthal
1: but no i think it's i i think more like i think definitely either one of your like your friends group if someone was to like you were like hey man i'm really suffering right now like what's going on and like they were to they were to navigate it more in a way of like apart instead of like, let's really look at this. Like what's going on? Where's, where's the loss of growth? Where's the loss of connection? Where can we get back to connection? Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah, Like if that, like Uh. if your
1: conversation isn't around that, like it's not towards like, Hey, let's get back here. Absolutely. That's the whole agenda. Yeah. And
2: I think when we do it, I like, I think we always lead with, okay, what's your objective here? Like, do you want to get back with her or you don't? And I think whatever angle the friend takes, then I'll give them the advice yeah you know what's funny do you want to tell the tea story i think that's a
0: funny one it's not really a big story when we went for tea that night to talk about like our our, like women troubles well so it's it's not really a great story but it's just (laughs) funny it's funny how how women think sometimes (laughs) and again not to generalize but like you know he was going through something i was going through something and like we don't want to go to a bar and drinks We're like let's go get tea and it was like 10 o'clock on a thursday night so he told he told hannah like we're going to get tea and she's like tea you're not getting fucking tea like she just flipped, <laughs> flipped out because she didn't believe that we were going to get tea me. we literally had tea and talked about like life <laughs> yeah, and yeah, relationships yeah, yeah. and that was just kind of funny but yeah, but yeah. I,
1: I think it's important like i think that's why i think i love that men come to me because i love that i offer that safe space and i definitely like there's been couples that want i would so be open to that work and i would love to support it because i think what the way that i've described my relationship i think many women look at me i can tell you for sure many women come to me and they're like i want what you have like i like i don't know how you get these men to be okay with this but like you're a dog
0: whisperer is what you are (laughs) i I was
1: like i was like no i'm like it's not because men masculine men whatever men love to please men love to please they love whatever (laughs) like if colleen is like happy and that's whatever but like it's just the fact that i also have navigated a place in myself where he knows he's secure Obviously, if he didn't feel secure, no way would he let me do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no guy is going to be like, yeah, you can just go out. But there's obviously, it's like, that's, like I said, like, everyone has their things. Like, whatever it is, that's the thing. But I, so many women always come to me like, how do I get my partner to, like, see what you're talking about? And even like, like, I don't care if he did or, you know, I'll have guys that be like, I, same way. Like, they're like, how do I get this to happen? And I just wish everyone knew the love that you want and the way that you want it is possible, and I don't. There's not a there's not a right way and there's not a wrong yeah. way, um, but having clear communication is important. And I think well, the thing you said, of like, but if you open the door, is doesn't that mean there's others? It's not like the people that I'm doing this with. It's not like I just met the month or two months. I mean, we're talking like six months, year, years relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the fa- the probability of you just if you're in a, even a year relationship of you just being like whatever, I'm gone, is
2: yeah, it, that's it, true. It's
1: not. It would take more than just a date.
2: Yeah, you'd have mm-hmm. to thoroughly. Think the, about yeah, like
1: there would take more of like, oh, someone is new in my career path, and I've been working with someone for a while. In my career path, and that person and I are really having chemistry, and you and I are not having chemistry over a period of time. Like, they, there's way more.
2: Yeah, when you break it down like that. it starts to make me understand it a
1: little more more. Yeah. Like it's, it's not like there's just this, like I'm dating this guy for a month. Like, by the way, I'm going on five more dates and I hope you're okay with it. Like, that's not like, I don't even, I'm still getting like, in my personal opinion and belief, I feel like for you to really know someone, and this is friendship, anyone, you really need three to five years to see someone in a full season of life, a death Mm. of a family member, a financial lows, financial highs, um, you know, career, changes olympics yeah like you you, you you're you not even in a full year i don't think you get that like you really a full season for family integration oh, yeah. friendship integration there's three to five years even if you're married and um so when you, the people i'm talking about like it's not like i just meet these you know the relationship i had this with and it was like oh six months and by the way it's like i've been usually seeing them over an extended period and okay now it's nine months a year, like we're actually pretty serious. We keep seeing each other, you know, because I'm not someone who's just as, I'm never going to meet someone and be like, we definitely need to date ASAP. Like that, I mean, even if it's the most amazing man of my life, like it's just, I like patience. I need time. I want to consistency. Like you Mm -hmm. need to see those things before you're just going to willingly give your heart yeah. you know, to anybody like I, that to me, that's crazy. I don't even know yeah. how people do that. Like, I don't know. Like <laughs> that's wild. So when, when I, when you're saying these things are kind of like, how do you, it's more like, why would you, you already have so much history. You have, I mean, memories together, going out, friendship. And you did it very slowly. You did it very mindful. You did it very intentionally. It's not like you just like, it wasn't a quick thing. And so, you know, if you're like, Oh, okay, I'm going to go out or you're like, you're gone. whatever you're like, yeah, whatever. Because it's, yeah. you already have, what, are, what is she going to do? Like, there's, yeah. you know, like there's so much there already. Like she's not just going to be like on a hiatus of like, Oh my God, that's not <laughs> my personality. But, and I think when you begin to think in that, like I said, back to this thing of 50 years of your life, 60 years, I mean, you going out and having, I don't know, even if it's for a month of fling with some girl, I mean, sure. It might hurt me in that moment or it might be, or maybe I'm more, I don't know. Like I can't say, cause it hasn't happened to me, but I have to back out, why did this really happen? Was yeah. it because you didn't feel free to express yourself? Like this whole jealousy, like the the thing on the phone, like make it hot, make it funny, whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever it is what it is. But did I, you know, why did this really happen? Where is the breakdown in connection? And what are you really needing? And and how do we move forward together so this is better for both of us? Mm-hmm. Because I know you don't want to intentionally hurt me and I don't want to hurt you. And if you can keep coming back to that, that builds longevity.
0: Yeah, love that. My I job. Th- I think <laughs> I think that's a great place to end. Uh, Um, Do you have anything else?
2: No. I mean, even... Yeah, this has the been perfect, amazing. Yes. So I know we, we shared uh, your uh, books.
0: A pro at podcasting. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> incredible. No, um, thank you guys so much for Where else me. can people find you? And and anything else you want to share?
1: Yeah, so my social media is the Colleen Gallagher anywhere, my website calling Gallagher.co, and you guys will be on my podcast, the Colin Gallagher. Yes. So you guys have to tune in. So
0: can't wait for that. Well, it, yours will be out way before ours. Is, <laughs> yes, so.
1: but it'll be epic. So I'm so grateful for you guys and thank you for making an app to help people find love. I think it's just the most sacred thing in the world. And so I'm so grateful we have people like you doing it having these conversations for people that are in the middle of nowhere wondering, can it really work and can love be possible? So thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you. All right, Colin. You, Colleen.
1: <laughs> Yay.